Welcome back to the Surface Accommodation series over the next 30 days. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about what properties work for short lets and surfaced accommodation. In the main, any type of property works and any type of location works. As I've expanded my business across multiple cities within the UK and also internationally into different countries, I'm starting to find out that mainly everything works for service accommodation, which is great news for everyone. However, in the main, I, and, I, and I often get asked this question, what would you only invest in if you could only invest in one single type of property? The answer to that is I wouldn't really, because I think you need a diverse strategy if you're going to build an empire of short lets and service accommodation units, which hopefully you are. So let's just look at what we've got. We have houses in the main and houses work very well. I would say three beds plus. However, I have got some two beds that do also work. Again, it all really comes down to the debt cost, okay? And what I mean by that is either the mortgage plus the bills and the turnover costs or the rent plus the bills and the turnover cost. Because I can have a one bed house that does 1,500 quid a month and my debt cost on that might be 500 pounds and ultimately I'm making a thousand. Whereas I could have a six bed, but my debt cost, it might make three grand a month, but my debt cost might be two and a half grand. So it might only make 500 quid. So it's not always about the size of the property or the type of the property. For me, it's about the profit. And this is where you have to invest with logic rather than emotion. And that's quite difficult at the beginning of your journey because you're excited, you want to get going, and you'll more than likely take on properties that you shouldn't. I've learned from that mistake. Please don't do the same. So in the main, we have houses that work very well. Uh, we have blocks of flats that again work very well. And you know, the thing with blocks of flats are you need to be very, very, very clued up on the leases and you wanna make sure that you're not gonna get caught out. That's one thing, top tip, make sure you read the leases, make sure that you can run short-term rentals within the block. Blocks of flats work incredibly well if they do because you get economies of scale. So you can actually leverage the fact you're in one place, your cleaners aren't having to travel all over the place, you're not having to pay fuel bills, you can have everything stored in one place in terms of your linen, etc. And you get economies of scale on the booking sites as well. There's some clever tactics that we can do on the booking sites, which actually drives more eyeballs at blocks of flats than it does for one single location. And then we move into you know different destinations, different countries. We have I don't know how to draw a villa, but you have nice villas, and you know they do incredibly well in the holiday destinations. And you can then wrap other services in there. You know I'm currently looking at um, you know a service we're going to offer luxury by Luke stays, where we're basically going to start bolting on a lot more than just you know check in and check out upsells. We're going to start bolting on. Uh, chefs in stay, arranging all your experiences, uh, Mercedes vans pickups at the airport, and just really giving that million dollar experience to the guest. But in order to do that, we need much more luxury properties to be able to pull that off. And we also need more customer service on the front end as well. So that's where you can potentially expand to, if obviously you want to, or you can just stick to the norm of kind of houses and flats across the UK, different types of houses, terraced houses, semi-detached, detached, doesn't really matter as long as the debt cost works, as I explained before, for the nightly rates. And we'll cover that in the deal analysis video later on in the series on how you actually work out whether the deal is viable or not, which is super important. We've got to invest with logic and not emotion. I cannot stress that enough.
Again, thanks for watching this episode. And if you come back tomorrow, we're going to be showing you my journey. I'm going to be piecing it out so you can see all the little intricacies of how I built the portfolio up and give you some great insight into what you can do and how your journey might also play out. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast and you'd like to maybe get on a one-to-one call with myself, then you can easily put yourself in with a chance of winning that by leaving me a review and sending a screenshot, tagging me in it on Instagram at official Ryan Luke, and I will put you in the draw to potentially win that one-to-one call with myself at the end of the month.